0: Hey, welcome back to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and today we're talking about what's really important in life. Now, this is a bonus episode, a mini episode that I'm just bringing to you, extra one in the week, because I felt called to share this with you because of something that happened. So what happened recently was I found out that Dave Hollis had passed away. And for those that are not familiar with who Dave Hollis is, he's a popular influencer online, New York Times bestseller, former Disney executive, and former husband of Rachel Hollis, who wrote the book Girl, Wash Your Face. I know she's really popular for that book specifically. Well, anyways, I uh, followed him online and I loved his how he would show up and be like silly and funny and just inspiring and how... His interactions with his daughter and they used to do like this tea time stuff together on Instagram and it was just really cute. And they wrote a book recently together um, about following your dreams and it's based off of their tea time stuff together. Anyways, I just loved how he showed up, like the wisdom that he gave, how he parented, um, the fact that he was strong in his faith and I loved his relationship that he had with Heidi Powell, who I also followed. So anyways, I'm I'm out here following these people, right? And when I found out that Dave passed away, I felt like it was someone I knew that had passed away. And it just like hurt my heart. And knowing he was 47, almost 48, his birthday was like a couple days after the fact. Anyways, um, it just broke my heart thinking that he's leaving behind four children. And anyways, I was sad to the point that I literally cried about it. Um. And my husband thought I was nuts because he was like, you, do, you don't even know who Dave is. Like, yes, this is sad, but like you're literally crying about this and you don't even know who this person is. And I was like, but you feel like so, you do. Like, it's kind of like you guys like listening to the show, right? You start to feel like after a while you really get to know me and like you do based on hearing me all the time. Okay. Anywho, um, I went after I found out about him passing I started clicking on other people who were I knew were friends of him because I wanted to see what they had to say about him. So they were sharing these messages about how his heart, like how big his heart was and how he would like they were all personalized stories but it had the common theme that he would be there for them when things were hard, that he always like lifted them up, sent them encouraging text messages, would make them laugh, stuff like that. And it got me thinking about my life. And how I show up. And I think for me personally, I can be so focused on, on progress. You know, like to the point that I'm not as present with the people that I love. And that's an area that I want to do work in. Because when I hear these stories about Dave passing and other people that we know passing, it's just that reminder that life is so short And what is really important is that truly that you showed up and you loved. That's really what it's about. You know, and giving to the people that you love, it's like thinking about like, what are you going to remember when other people pass? Like, let's think about someone else that you know. You're going to remember how they showed up and loved on you and those fun times that you had together. And that's what they're going to remember about you too. But if you're so focused on always chasing things, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be focused on making progress because you know I'm all about making progress. But think about what's really important and prioritize that, which is love. It really is showing up and being loving and of service. Okay, so um, another story I just want to share with you and then I'll give you some more actual tips to implement what you're learning here. But another story I wanted to share was I was listening to a devotional. It's the Big Life Devotional. So it's another podcast. And um, it's a Christian-focused devotional. And she was talking about this story. You can go and listen to it, but I'm going to summarize it for you. She was saying that Oprah was talking to this young boy whose mom had passed away. And before the mom had passed away, the The little boy and the mom did some fun activities together, like, you know, going to Disney and stuff like that, right? And after she had passed, Oprah asked the little boy, What is like your favorite memory with your mom? And his response was the time that we ate Cheerios out of one bowl. Two spoons, one for each, Cheerios out of one bowl. That was one of my favorite memories. And it got me thinking about like that was his mom sitting there being present, but it wasn't like an extravagant thing. It was Cheerios in a bowl. And I bet you if you think around, think about the people that you love um, and think about your favorite moments with them. Is it like always something so extravagant No, it's like the little things. It's the little things that you'll miss the most about that person too. Like I was thinking about my dad. It's like, I remember like if someone's like, what's the, your favorite moment with your dad? I'd probably be like, oh, I remember when I came over and it was so cold outside and he got me coffee out of, you know, he poured some coffee for me and I sat down with him and just was talking to him about life, like holding the warm coffee mug. And that's a fun memory of mine. I remember with my mom, the time that she sat with me and actually opened up a book and like read the book with me or the time she brushed my hair. You know, it's like simple little things like that, that we remember and that we cherish so much. And I just wonder if you're acting like those kinds of moments aren't as important as the progress that you're trying to make somewhere else because those things are important and that's what really matters. Okay. So another thing that just came up for me this week, you know, I talk a lot about Brownie Ware's research on the top five regrets of the dying. And, uh, it was really interesting because let me see if I can find it. Okay. Here it is. Um, I was looking at one of my sister's, um, post and she had shared a post about the top five regrets of the dying. And it just really hit me hard because this is the same sister, um, one of my very, very youngest sisters. And I have my, my parents, just a little backstory. My mom and dad, um, were married for like 20 years. They ended up getting divorced, but they had three girls together. So those are my two sisters. Like I'm the middle child. I have a sister that's two years older and I have one that's two years younger. And then after my parents divorced, they each had more children. So my mom had a girl, my dad had a girl and a boy. And we have a huge uh, difference in our age. So anyways, with that being said, one of my very youngest sisters um, ended up Basically, how do I even say this the right way? She ended up trying to commit suicide. Um, this was, and I don't know if I'm going to get emotional even sharing this, but this was, um, I don't know, like a few years ago or something like that. So anyways, we ended up finding her before, thank God, before she was passing, right? So it was an overdose and pills kind of situation And I was actually in, it was crazy because I was in town visiting my family in Michigan from South Carolina. And it just so happened to be the week that, the weekend that she was missing, they didn't know where she was. And we had to try to figure out where she was. And we thought thought something was wrong. And anyways, we found her and she was passed out from doing the, taking too many pills and stuff. So anyways, I ended up breaking out y'all in like rashes, like all over my body. Cause I think it just caused so much stress on me and um we ended up finding her and thankfully you know like brought to the hospital she's and she's doing great now it's been you know a few years or so however long it's been since then she's doing really really great but the thing i wanted to share with you was it was interesting because i was looking at her post online and she was the one who shared the top 5 regrets of the dying post and i was like you know i love Ronnie Ware's research you may have heard me talk about it on the show and i just felt like it was just interesting to hear like, you know, she's, she got a second chance, you know, at life. And I, I look, I can see that she's thinking through these things like about, cause she's sharing stuff like this, like thinking through like how she doesn't want to have these regrets with this life that she has now. Right. Um, I was not expecting to share that story with you, but I did. So I'm not going to edit it out. But here, um, Here's the top five regrets of the dying I want you to think about is number one is I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. I talk about this one all the time. Think about that because there's some things in your life right now that you're not doing because you're worried about what someone else is going to think about you. I mean, that's been a big thing for me in my life. There's, there's ways that I can help people more, but I'm worried about how people are going to judge me about that. You know, I'm about to start a second podcast and I'm keeping it real with you, I have a lot of fear around it. And um, because I feel like I'm stepping into a new space and it's going to be up for more judgment in that space. I'll tell you more about that later, that second podcast, but this is just me being open and vulnerable with you about what's been happening in my mind. But this is the thing is I don't want this regret. I wish I would have had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. That's the number one regret. I'm not going to let the fear of what other people think about me stop me from showing up and doing the things on my heart and doing the work that God God has called me to. That's what I really believe. And my... my um emails going off. Anyhow, I don't want that for you either. So where in your life do you need to show up with more of the courage? It's another thing to think about. Um, I wish I had it. This is the second one. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. This is from every male patient. Um, They felt that they missed their children's youth and partnerships or partner's companionship. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. It's kind of the stuff that we're talking about right now like throughout this episode is prioritizing work over love, prioritizing progress over love. It's a top regret of the dying. Um, The third top regret is I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. And then the fourth one is I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And the fifth is I wish I had let myself be happier, realized happiness was a choice. I wish I would have let myself be happier. A lot of us aren't even letting ourselves be happier because in a situation that we're in, we keep saying, oh, I'm not making progress, not making progress on that. And you just keep telling yourself that. It's like, never enough, never enough, never enough. And you're stealing your joy. Like even when you do something that is worthy of celebration and you're still like pointing out all the things that wasn't done good enough, in that thing. I see this all the time with my clients. And I see this in myself too. Like when I finish the day and I'm evaluating the day and it's like, oh, I didn't get this done. And my mind goes there, but your brain is wired for that. Like it's wired for negativity because that's what helped us survive. It was better. Like if you could remember more where the threats were, where the bad things were, then you're more likely to survive. So you're more than twice likely to remember a negative event than you are to remember something positive because it's related, related to survival. So with that said, noticing that about yourself, that you are focusing on those things and you're not allowing yourself to be happy because your mind keeps going there and be like, wait, but let me look at all the things that went well, that I did do. How I showed up and I loved that day. You know, maybe the stuff is still messy. Maybe I didn't make a ton of progress on that work thing, but I showed up and I loved that day. And I'm proud of that, th- that time that I had with someone that I loved. I'm proud that I reached out to a friend. I'm proud that I showed up and I was present for someone. One of the greatest gifts you can give someone is what? Your time, your presence, your energy. That's why I feel like people value coaching so much is because when you have someone that's truly listening to you and that is fully like present there with you, it feels so good because that's rare in today's world. So rare. Think about you watch people going out to eat and everybody's on their phone. Or you may experience that in your life with, you know, a significant other or a friend. And it's like you're trying to have a good conversation, but here they are picking up their phone or maybe we are those people. And that is like stealing your life, right? And I think a lot of it is like all these distractions to take you away from what is most important here. So in a nutshell, if we know love is the most important thing here then what else do we need to do in our lives to shift our priorities to love? And that might be not just about loving on other people, but it might be loving on yourself more. You know, and that might come back to the top regrets of the dying is like actually caring more about what you think about your life versus what someone else is thinking about your life, you know? Or it might look like you showing up and being a better friend and being more present, checking in on your friend, being with them through the hard stuff, the sucky stuff. Like some of the best friends in life are the ones that come help you move. You know, those are really great friends. Or that check on you when you're feeling down and send you an encouraging message, make you laugh. Or maybe it's reaching out to a family member. And really prioritizing that time with your family. Like I was just thinking about like how I need to go and sit with my mom more, sit with my dad more. Because if somebody told me how many more times I'd get to see them in my life, the same is true for you. The people that you love, if people are like, you're going to see them X more times. You'd be all about like cherishing that time with them. And you know, like our time is limited here. We don't even know how much time we have. But how can you show up as the loving person that I know you want to be right here, right now? How can you prioritize that? Because the reality is, if I asked you, is how important is it for you to be a loving person or to be a loving mom, wife, whoever, right? How important is that to you? You'd probably be like, it's a 10. On a scale of one to 10, it's a 10. But if I was like, how are you showing up, i honoring that. Like at what level are you honoring it? Like 10, I'm all out. Like that's how I'm being and one, I'm not. Where are you at in your life? And maybe you feel like you want to move that up a notch wherever you are. But just check in with yourself. And I'm talking about, I'm not just talking about being present there and being all like grouchy and letting your family get the like the leftovers of your energy at the end of the day. I'm talking about showing up and being your best loving self. Are you doing that in your life? Are you prioritizing love over everything else? Because at the end of the day, that is what matters most. That is what's most important. That is the thing it, that people re- have regret around the most is one, either not loving on themselves and focusing on their what they think about their life over what someone else thinks about their life, but also how they loved on other people, how they were present for other people. At the end of the day, that's what's most important. All right. I hope this was helpful for you. Sorry if it was kind of all over the place, but I really felt called to share this message with you. I hope you have the best day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.